0: Whole sports all plays. Whole yeah. sports all plays. Whole sports all plays.
1: Uh. 365, we're making a place. We're talking the game, get you through the days. We're high in the court, they're dying in the lane. Variety topics, living the same. All presentation, sports information. In the air, we're nation. Host sports All plays, they work in your faces. Grace at the field, so i the laces. Host sports all plays.
0: Yeah. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Gonzo and the Judge Sports Talk here on the Monday night, October twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. The Bears are beating the crap out of the Patriots right now. Bears offense all of a sudden came to life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Kind of kind of surprised me a little bit. But joined joined by like always, the sports judge Jonathan Mathis. How you doing? What's up,
1: Gonzo? Happy Monday to you. I hope all is mm-hmm. I hope all is well, my man. I'm feeling good tonight. You know, I'm always feeling great when we're on here talking sports. You know, and it's been a great weekend in sports. Who would have thought the Phillies are in the World Series? The Astros are going back to the World Series. The World Series is officially set. You got the Phillies taking on the Astros. It should be a great fall class- classic. I'm looking forward to it. And my Lakers, man. Oh, man, it, it it's it's another down year for the Lakers, believe it or not. They're 0-3 to start the season. The season is over before it started.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they haven't got off to a good start, but hey, there's still, still a long ways to go.
1: But the Lakers were supposed to be the healing souls. They were supposed to take on the role as the therapist's to help calm down L.A. fans after the eventful week that they had after suffering a, a terrible loss, after the Dodgers suffered a terrible loss to the Padres.
0: If anybody thought the Lakers were going to be any good this year, they were. They, they need to go get checked out.
1: I don't know. I was, I was just trying to stay positive about it, you know, give this team the benefit of the doubt. But – you know I was wrong. I was wrong. I I, I spoke too soon. The team is trash. Uh, they look like trash. Um, it's just bad. it's just all bad.
0: Yeah, they they haven't been good. That's for sure. Haven't been good. That's for sure. Well, this is, you brought up NBA. We'll just start there. Uh <laughs> has a, a bruised hip. He he should be okay. I'm not really worried about him. Ingram had a a concussion, maybe concussion. He's in concussion protocol, so the Pelicans are going to be out without him for a little bit. Uh, How how dangerous do you think this Pelicans team is in the West?
1: I think they're dangerous if they have their healthy parts. They're a team to look out for. You can't ignore the possibility of this Pelicans team. This Pelicans team, they're going to be nice. They're they're nice. You know, they got C.J. McCollum. C.J. McCollum is one of my favorite guards in the league, by the way. Um, Like I told you before, I think his presence means a lot to that team. It has changed the culture within that clubhouse, uh, clubhouse, locker room. They call it locker room in the NBA. Um, You know, and and his presence is is, is greatly felt. Um, Brandon Ingram has improved. Uh, since he left the Lakers. We talked a little bit about that as well. Uh, so, I mean, you know, the Pelicans are a team to uh, really, really watch out for. They, they they can make some noise in the Western Conference. Uh, they could be a dangerous team. I think this year, they made it to the playoffs a year ago. They lost in the first round to the Phoenix Suns. They can make a deep run this year if, if everyone stays healthy, if, if Zion Williamson is the vocal point on that offense, and on the defensive side of the floor as well. Um, watch out for the Pelicans.
0: Yeah, I think I think they have the potential of being probably around the top five, five, six areas, somewhere around there, uh, I think, uh, if they can stay healthy, if, especially mm-hmm. if Williamson can stay healthy. And they're going to need Ingram healthy. Uh, I'm not really worried about it. either one of them. It's so early in the year, so uh, I don't think Ingram will miss a whole lot. And then it, it sounds like Williamson was going to be all right. They just think it was might have bruised his hip when he fell. But, you, I, you know, when he fell, everybody in that arena got quiet. Especially if, especially if you're a Pelicans fan, you, they were holding their breath like, well, man, not again. Uh, because I mean, that have to one with his problems. His problems since he has been in the uh, NBA is staying healthy. Right. So, I mean, if, if he can be available, uh, Man, this I think this Pelicans team is going to be scary, especially in, uh, if they can get to the playoffs and in a, a five-seven game series. I think they're going to be tough.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, they're going to be a very tough team, and, and they're well coached too. They they have a pretty good coach in Willie Green, who's done a good job. Uh, you know, with with the team, considering what he had last season to work with, uh, he did a good job. It's a good coaching job by him, uh, but. It, it, you know, you're as a Pelicans fan, you're gonna hold your breath, uh, seeing Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram both exit uh, Sunday's contest. Um, you, you know, it's it's natural for a fan to kind of pause a bit, and 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 wonder, uh, if these guys are gonna be okay moving forward, and if they if they can stay on the floor and 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 maintain good health. Uh, moving forward because, I mean, it's been an impressive effort uh, from the Pelicans. I mean, they, they have already shown resilience, um, you know, the way they clawed back the other night from a 17-point uh, fourth quarter deficit and, and gave themselves a chance in overtime, um, you know. But this Pelicans team, man, they, they got talent on both sides of the ball. And I think the goal this year for this franchise coming into this year is um, you know, is to make a deeper run in the playoffs. Is to put fear in some of the opposing teams, and is to also show everyone that hey, we're here to play too, and you know, we we can withstand any any challenge facing our facing us. You
0: know, we got six teams that started zero and three: the Lakers, the Sacramento Kings, the Orlando Magic. Philadelphia 76ers, the Oklahoma City Thunder, and the Houston Rockets. Yep. They all started out oh and season out 0 and 3.
1: The season is still young.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, still so, young. So
1: we, so we know that the Lakers are not by themselves.
0: Yeah, but the Lakers. Lakers have looked bad. They don't oh, have they no have, shooters.
1: Oh, Lakers are hot trash. Uh hot trash. I'm sorry.
0: Hey, good evening, Glenn.
1: What's up, Glenn?
0: Hey, what's up, Eddie? Thanks for joining us. Uh, that's, well, National League Championship Series, American League Championship Series over the weekend. They both got closed out. Uh, we know who the World Series is going to be. What? Uh, what? What's your thoughts on that National League Championship Series and the American League Championship Series? Uh, ch- American League, the Yankees just couldn't ever get anything going. They, I think, what really hurt them was hitting the ball. Hell, they, they hit below 200 for the for the series you're not gonna win many series if, if you can't hit the ball i don't care how good your pitching is um and the phillies man they're starting to remind me of the nationals from a, a few years ago they got hot and went on that run because the, these these phillies man and, and they're resilient they never give up they battled back even in that last game or game four they were down four nothing at a point i think maybe like six two at one point and ended up winning 10-6 i mean they they uh. They've been putting some stuff together. It's going to be interesting to see uh, see what they do in the World Series now, but uh, what was your thoughts on the uh, the two championship series?
1: You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because in 2019 the Astros reached the World Series and they played the Nationals in that World Series. This year they reached the World Series again and they will face another NL East team. This time the Phillies. And you know, there's a great his- there's a great Philly history uh, with these Phillies. Uh, the Phillies showed everyone that they are built for this moment. Um, you know, they showed up, and this is a team that barely fought its way into the playoffs. Chris, this is a team that you know wasn't a- a- as good. Uh, To start the season. This is a team that got off to a 22 and 29 start. They fired their manager, Joe Girardi. Uh, They made uh, Thompson the interim uh, manager. And this team has turned it around drastically to get to where they are now. It is incredible. It's unbelievable how this team... Turned it on at the right time, you know. This is a team that is not supposed to be here, but they're here. They're here, and they're, and and believe it or not, they're four games away from winning the World Series. They they clinched their eight. I, I think it's their eight pennant in in franchise history, you know. And and this offense. You know, when they needed to step up, they stepped up. They got production out of Nick Castellanos. You know, um, they they got production out of Bryce Harper, the guy they they made a resident for 14 years after signing him to that massive contract. It, it's starting to pay off, you know. And, I mean, you know, it it, 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 it was one thing after another with this team. You know, this team again this team looked like it was dead in the water uh you know made quite a splash swim uh, to get to where they are now um, and they just was smashing home runs after home runs scoring runs pulling up runs um Bryce Harper uh, he has owned the spotlight um this October it, it's 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 as if this team is riding a red wave into the World Series. It's incredible stuff um, from this Phillies team. Um, and when the pressure was on them to score, uh, they didn't back down. This lineup continued to play. Uh, you know, they, they, they they you know, created their own identity at the right time. Um, and things just started going right for this Phillies team. So now the Phillies. Have won the pennant. They will meet the Astros in the World Series. The Astros, um, to a lot of people, um, is the most complete team in baseball. You know, they have a deep starting rotation. Uh, starting rotation. Uh, they have uh, a deep bullpen. Uh, they they have arms that can you know pretty much hold it down for this team. That can protect leads. Um, they have the lineup that can flat out hit. Uh, these guys know how to score runs. They like to score runs. They're scary when they're scoring runs. You have the impressive rookie who has had a, a phenomenal year, Jeremy Pena. Uh, you, you you look at what he's done. Uh, you look at what Justin Verlander can do on the mound, how he can set the tone to start the series. Um, you you look at Alex Bregman, Jordan. Alvarez, who is clutch in big moments. So this is going to be a great World Series. It's going to be a great World Series. Both of these teams, I think, coming into this World Series, they match up really well. Um, it's going to be fun to watch. I-, I can't wait to see it. Uh, Philly it- it's deafening definitely, it's definitely loud in there. Uh, the red towels will be swinging at Citizen Bank Park. The bell will be ringing uh, if home runs are hit. Um, you, you're going to be able to fill the electricity in the building. You're also going to be able to fill the electricity in in Houston as well. And wouldn't it be nice to see Dusty Baker win a World Series uh, title? I know I might be in a minority saying that because a lot of people are not rooting for the Astros. A lot of people don't want to see the Astros win. You know, they're, they're still not over the cheating scandal. They still haven't forgotten about that. You know that's still in the in their in their minds. You know, and I don't think people are gonna let it go. Uh, but there's only five players remaining on the team uh, f- uh, from 2017, so it, it's a totally different team. And these these group of guys uh, uh, on this team now, uh, you know, besides Jose Otuve, Alex Bregman, uh, Justin Verlander, and and um, Lance McCollers, the other guys completely have nothing to do with this. They just are guilty by association. Um, But, man, I can't wait for this World Series. It's going to be something to watch. It's going to be exciting. Uh, Bryce Harper, man, he is hot. Uh, He's playing elite baseball on the biggest stage of his career and had the biggest hit of his career. Uh, You know, he he showed everyone – that he has made for this moment and has delivered in every imaginable way. It is remarkable to see his growth, to see him be the brightest star for this Phillies team, to see him be the callous for this offense. Uh, Just great, great stuff by this Phillies team. Um, I'm looking forward to the World Series.
0: Oh, yeah, I am too uh... – no, the Phillies are high. Uh, Harper is hitting unreal. He's hitting over 400 for the playoffs right now. That's just unbelievable. Um, but they, 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 The only thing that worries me a little bit is will the Phillies – or the Phillies going to lose some of their momentum since uh, the World Series don't start till Friday and you're going to have some days off. Uh, but Phillies coming and hitting the ball like they have been, uh, I think they'll have a chance. but it's going to be rough. I mean, the Astros haven't lost a playoff game this season for a reason. I mean, they're, they're a good team. They, they got they're got d- deep bullpen. Uh, they actually had a harder series in their first series than they did against the Yankees. Seattle played them uh, tougher than what the Yankees did. Yankees couldn't hit the ball. They hit the ball. They were under 200 as a team hitting the ball in the series. Uh, you're, not, you're not going to win series that way. I don't care how good your pitching you have. Uh, but I think it's going to be a, <clears throat> a good matchup. I'm looking I'm looking forward to it on Friday. I think I'm hoping the Phillies win because I'm more of a National League guy, and and I like uh, Kyle Schwarber. He went to, he went to IU, and then uh, <clears throat> Castellanos played for the Reds for a little while, and I like Castellanos. So I'd like to see them two get a ring. But in a way, I'd be cool with uh, I mean, I'd be cool with Dusty Baker getting a ring as well. It'd be cool to see him get one. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Phillies. I just think. Man, they're just one of those teams I think are are, uh, are just hot at the right time, and I put everything together, and uh, I think it's going to be interesting. Interesting. I do think that they, for them to win, they need to jump on uh, the Astros early and early and try to get some runs in the first two or three innings and uh, put the pressure on the Astros. Uh, you don't want to be playing from behind against the Astros because they do got a good bullpen, uh, so they, they want they need to try to. Uh, they need to try to uh, slip, uh, jump on them quick,
1: and that's something the Phillies uh, do so well, right? They're, they're aggressive coming out early. Uh, they'll they'll put runs up on the scoreboard early. Uh, that's been their game, right? That's 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 how they play baseball. They they like to attack early and get on the scoreboard, and that's usually what sets the tone. I like Kyle Schwarber in the leadoff because to me he's a great table setter. Uh, Reese Hoskins is also doing his thing uh, He's been uh, you know uh, hitting some home runs as well uh, so th- this team has has really really uh, you know just came together at the right time and and has been opportunistic um get, just getting it done. They're getting it done.
0: Uh, who you th- uh, who do you think is going to win the world series
1: oh you know it's tough um i like to see the phillies keep the train rolling i like to see the phillies but like you said you know uh this can have an effect on them this 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 layoff you know uh not playing again until friday um and the Astros, man, like I said, they're just a complete team. Uh, they they have all the pieces to win. You know, they they have the hitters, they have the pitchers, they have the arms, they have the bats. Um, I don't know. It, it's hard for me to choose. But if I have to choose a team, which I do, uh, it's it would be the Astros. Um, but my heart is telling me, uh, to go with the Astros. But Deep down inside, I really, I, I really want the Phillies to win the whole thing.
0: I'm gonna go with the Phillies, uh, but I think it's gonna be a six or seven game series. Either yeah. way, I don't think it's gonna be a quick series at all. Uh, I think the game's gonna be fun to watch. Uh, the playoffs this year in baseball, at, uh, as a whole, have been uh, fun to watch. Been a lot of lot of good games. Uh, Not really a whole lot of blowouts. Been a lot more close games than we than anything. That's made it nice, and we even had an 18, 18 inning game and won the game. So I mean, uh, there's been some good quality uh, competitive baseball being played. So, and I expect nothing less from the World Series with these two teams. It's going to be yeah. fun. Um, well,
1: the Phillies have they. I mean, they have outperformed every reasonable expectation, you know, so far. And and I mean, you know, it it's it's been something yeah. amazing.
0: I mean, they beat two amazing. They beat two 100-win teams to get to this point.
1: Yeah, and they only won, what, 80-something games? 87 or something like that?
0: Yeah, something like that. They took out the Braves.
1: Yeah, they took out the Braves, the defending champions. Then they took out the upstart Padres. And now they got a chance to win the World Series. Who would have thought, right?
0: No, you're, even if your Dodgers got by the Padres, it might not have got by. Uh,
1: if, if you would have to told me the Phillies were in the World Series, I wouldn't believe you.
0: Well, especially because they got off to a bad start uh, with Girardi as the manager, yeah. like uh, Dustin. Dustin Brown.
1: it was tumultuous. It was tumultuous, but you know they turned it around, and that's okay. all that matters. It's not. It's not how you start. It's how you finish.
0: Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's talk a little NFL. Had some big games yesterday. Had, and then we had some news break earlier in the NFL and you have Monday night football tonight. Bears destroyed the uh, Patriots. Uh, Patriots started Mac Jones, but like with like 11 minutes left in the second quarter, they brought in zappi uh, Zappy and he Zappy played the rest of the game. Uh, Patriots was down 10 nothing when they uh pulled uh, pulled Jones out of the game got up 14-10 with two two touchdown drives with Zappy, one was passing one was uh, rushing by one of the running backs and then after that the Bears just turned it on and and the New England defense couldn't do nothing they were getting blown off the ball by the offensive line of the Bear of the Bears and you know, the Bears rushed for over 200 yards In that game, and uh, you're not going to win many games if you give up 200 yards of rushing. Uh, But Bears offense, who have struggled to score points, period, uh, end up with 30, end up with 33 points. Uh, I mean, they uh, Bears put together a good game tonight. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see if it was just a flash in the pan game, or if they can start playing more consistent and uh, and be able to compete with some of these other teams.
1: Well, let's see if they could build on to this moving forward. You know, this this is a, this is was a great win for them. Uh, this was an encouraging win for them. Um, and it was a dominant ground game for the Bears. Um, you know, and, and Justin Fields, man, he did his thing. And, you know, I'm really rooting for this kid. I mean, I know he's still young. Uh, he's, he's developing uh, into something special. At least Bear fans hope so. Um, you know, but it, it was a great all-around effort uh from these Bears tonight, you know. And, I, I mean, you, you can't take anything away from them. Uh Justin Fields' passing stats at halftime was 9 for 13, 133 yards, one touchdown, one interception for a 96-0 rating. That's a solid effort, if you ask me. That – you know, that's good for a guy who is looking to be the staple for this offense. Who the Bears expect so much from. That's why they drafted him, right? They want him to be, you know, a part of this culture and this future moving forward. And I mean, the story is what the Bears uh, were doing on the ground. Uh, You know, he had... He, I think, I think Fields had ten carries, uh, you know, for seventy-four yards and a score in the first half too. Uh, but that—that's—that's that's, hey, that's a good. It's it, 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 it's a positive sign uh, for great things to come. But let's see if it's if they can sustain it, and if they can do it on a consistent basis. I think that's the bigger question uh, for the Bears, but great win overall. Great win, uh, great effort. Uh, you know, everyone played tremendously well. That's my takeaway from the games tonight. Uh, great, great um, game for them. Huge win.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a win they needed. Yeah, um, I was watching some some of the highlights here, but they're showing zapping when he came in the game throwing a couple of touchdowns or throwing through that touchdown I should say uh, but we've had some other teams struggle uh, the Bucks losing another game Tom Brady hasn't looked good um I don't I, I don't know if this Bucks team is gonna be able to turn their season turn this season around one thing that's helping them is that that vision's not real good uh so if they can start winning a few winning some games they might have, still have a chance to win that division but right now, uh their defense doesn't look good or isn't playing well offense isn't playing well brady's not brady don't look like the same guy it looks like he looks like father time starting to catch up with brady some and then you have a running game that just can't get going uh so i I think the bucks could be in in trouble you think you think the bucks are gonna be able to uh tom Brady probably wishes
1: he has stayed home that he you know that he's probably wishing that he retired by now uh because Tampa's downward spiral continues uh with the same problems on both sides of the ball. It, it's the same problems. And this was a humiliating uh 21 3 loss to a Panthers team that was one in five coming in to the uh, coming into the uh, the game and a team that just traded arguably their most valuable asset in Christian McCaffrey. Um, it's hard to believe that the Bucks have regressed in such a way that they're suddenly not looking like a Super Bowl team. You know, what is going on? You know, this Panthers team has an interim coach and a backup quarterback that, again, just traded away his best running back and a top receiver. There's no way that the Bucks should have lost to this team. Just no way. It's inexcusable. You can't lose a game to a 1-5 and five Panthers team. You just can't do that, and, and you're looking to contend for a title but their 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 playoff hopes are are suddenly in jeopardy. I would say, um, you have to wonder if they're a playoff team after a loss to a one win Panthers team. You just have to question it now.
0: You well, know, the thing is,
1: I mean, they were lifeless on offense. And yeah, really but the
0: thing like- is, Judge is that they're they're tied for they're tied or they're in first in their division right now.
1: Yeah, but can they hold on to that? Who who can challenge them in the division though? And if they do make the playoffs though, they're a one and done team playing like this. They, I mean, their offense can't look lifeless. They can't. No, run no,
0: on no, it. They, no. They're, they're not going to do that if they if they were playing like they are now. That's that's for sure.
1: Yeah, no way. I mean, they got to get it together. They got to figure something out. I mean, because I mean, it's time to push the panic button in Tampa. It really is. And I wonder if Todd Borough is the right coach. You saw how it went for him in New York when he was coaching the Jets. He didn't last long. So yeah, but
0: the Jets is, were the Jets.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but 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 it, it, this is under his watch here in Tampa.
0: But then, and then we have another team with the Packers that are are struggling. Oh, I just yeah. talked
1: about them earlier too in a video. I did a video on, on Aaron Rodgers.
0: Aaron Rodgers. You know, it ain't been all Aaron Rodgers' photo, but uh, it's no, been it's not but the Packers are they're not playing well doing anything. Their defense isn't playing good. Right. Uh, I mean if you look at Rodgers' Stat line, it it wasn't terrible, but they're not they're just not scoring points. Uh if they don't get turned around quick, uh they're gonna be in trouble because you got Minnesota in that division only has one loss
1: are they that's capable through. of turning it around i think that's a fair question to ask about the green bay packers they 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 don't see this team doesn't do anything right this team doesn't do anything right they they look they look they look terrible they look unorganized you know they they look like a complete mess you know, and Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he looks drained mentally, physically. He just, he's not, his mind is not on football right now. You know, and he probably regrets coming back. Like, he probably has in the back of his mind that, damn, why, why did I put myself in this situation? I should have, I should have just, I should have just retired. You know, because it, it's not it's not going his way. He's not used to losing. He's used to having, you know, at least some some weapons around him. It's the offense is not the same. It's a different look for him because he doesn't have his go-to guy anymore, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams has moved on with his life. He's in Vegas now. It's a totally different offense. I don't think he I don't even think Aaron Rodgers believes and trusts in his in his young receiving core. I don't think he does.
0: Well, I know we don't because they, they drop a lot of passes.
1: <laughs> uh, of course. So this Green Bay Packers team, they they need to they need to make some changes here. I, I think it's fair to say that it's time to consider the rebuild. In Green Bay, move on from Aaron Rodgers. Trade Aaron Rodgers while you still could get some value for him. Move on. It's time to embark on a new era with a new quarterback. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has the patience nor the desire to mentor these young guys. I don't think he's that 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 dude. Okay. He, you know, we all know how he conducts himself, his personality. You know, a lot of people say he's cocky. He's arrogant. You know, he thinks more about himself and nobody else. And sometimes he doesn't think about the team. You know, people call him a diva. You know, they say all these negative things about Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers is not the guy who's going to mentor these young guys. He's not. He's not going to do that. That's not who Aaron Rodgers is. But I, I can tell you this. Aaron Rodgers is frustrated as hell with this situation. He's frustrated. He's over it. You can see the exasperating look on his on his face. He's out there rolling his eyes. You know, you can see his reaction after every game. This guy is tired. You know. And and it and, 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 and if he doesn't, I mean, I, I know I sound hard saying this. If he doesn't even have a relationship with his family. What makes you think he's gonna build a relationship with these young guys? He's making it real clear that he does not, does not feel that he's responsible to mentor these these young guys. You have to be the leader. You have to take on that leadership role, and 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 you know rally your troops and and have a conversation with them and tell them what your expectations are as a quarterback. If you want to be a leader, be a leader. I don't. I don't see that. I don't see that with Aaron Rodgers. I, and I and I said this. I said this for many years that he is one of the most talented players in the NFL. But the, but he doesn't have all the qualities of an NFL quarterback because to me he's lacking the leadership. And this is not me just pointing a finger at him. I'm pointing a finger at the whole team. Like you said, their defense has not. Uh, played all that great. Uh, their offense hasn't played all that great. But Aaron Rodgers has not, you know, shown that leadership. That's what I see from Aaron Rodgers. I also see a guy who's burnt out from playing football. So I think it's time to just say, hey, you know what? I'm done. I'm walking away from this game. I'm going to retire. You know, I'm, I'm going to be content with one uh, Super Bowl reign. That's fine. You know, one is better than zero. I'll take it. Let me enjoy my life. Let me go on vacation. Let me spend time with my babe. You know, let me see. Uh, Let me see how let me see how long the relationship lasts before I dump her. And then five months later, I'll be in another relationship with somebody else. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. No Aaron Rodgers, because he can't sit still. This guy changes girlfriends like he changes underwear, like he changes pads every week.
0: Dude's still one of the most talented players.
1: Oh hell yeah, the
0: quarterback position.
1: Hell That's yeah, funny. I'm not denying that. I'm not taking anything away from him.
0: Uh, he just Packers just aren't. not a good team. They don't have. They don't have weapons at receiver. Uh, no, they don't. They're trying to throw the ball too much. Uh, they, they need to lean on uh, Jones yeah, and Dylan they, more.
1: They don't. And they don't have a strong running game, and and that's the well, thing. Look,
0: they could though. I mean, you have to you have to give the guys carries to have a strong running game. And they have two good running backs.
1: They do. They do. But look, here's the thing. They had 16 first downs. They were 0 and six on third downs. 38 yards rushing the football. You heard me. 38 yeah, yards but how,
0: rushing the football. Yeah, but on how many attempts? See what I'm saying? If they only got right. – if they only rush the ball 10 times, I mean, you right. got to give the running backs – you know, got giving give the ball to the running backs.
1: Right. And, and, and also – Even if it's 40, in the passing
0: game because them are your two best playmakers.
1: They're passing the ball too much. They're relying on Aaron Rodgers to just, you know, throw it down the field. And, and problem is the receivers can't
0: – the they can't create separation.
1: Right, right. And that's a problem too. And, and and look, check this out. Through three quarters, Adam Lazar was the only receiver with a catch. What does that tell you?
0: Receivers can't get open. Right. I mean, yeah, it's
1: a it's a it's a problem in Green Bay. It, it it's it's all bad in Green Bay.
0: Uh which NFL coach do you think is uh is, has the hottest seat? He, which one you think might get fired? Oh, that's a
1: no-brainer. Come on, Nathaniel Hackett, man. The dude's, uh, the dude's puzzling decision making and his play calling, man. It it's a fireable offense. It really is. I think this dude's days are numbered as a head coach. And I think, I, quite frankly, I think he's a one and done coach. I think his time is almost up in Denver. Denver looks bad. Denver wasn't supposed to be this bad. They were supposed to at least have a chance to contend for the wild card, if nothing else. After bringing in a veteran quarterback like Russell Wilson,
0: who looks like Russell Westbrook. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't. Man, I don't know if Hackett's going to make the whole season or not. Uh, if. Uh, McDaniels don't start playing better. I can see him being gone before the end of the season. He's another one.
1: Uh, he's, he's definitely on the hot seat. Shouldn't have been hired in the first place. With That's the Colts,
0: the Colts, I think Reich's on the hot seat, but I think he'll probably make it to the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, we'll see We'll see how this goes with the Colts going to start. Uh, Sam Ellinger now at quarterback. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, here we go. Matt Ryan. I mean, Uh,
1: they're 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 desperate. It's like they're desperate for a guy that can lead them to a victory.
0: Well, I think Elgar. I think with Ellinger, you gotta see what you have. I mean, this will be the third third season he's been on your team. He's uh, never took a a snap in the regular season. Or is Uh, it
1: that? Or is it that Frank Wright feels like he's coaching for his job now?
0: Well, I mean. I, I, no, Ryan Cassidy think he's coaching for his job. But I think what probably happened is I think it might have came from Ursa to, to change quarterbacks. So I think Ursa is frustrated with how the team's going. But then it came out that Ryan's hurt, but they're saying that, it, that Ryan's injury had no bearing on this, that they were going to do this anyway. Uh, I thought it might happen later in the season. I didn't think it would happen this early in the season. I thought it might happen later in the season if they were out of contention. But with them still being – pl- I know they're 3-3-1, three, three and one, but they're still in contention for playoffs because of the division. Uh, so I was kind of surprised they'd done it this early. And I was kind of surprised they gave up on Matt Ryan this this early. But now with a separated shoulder, I mean, he would have been out for a while anyway. Uh, but I kind of like it in a way because they got to find a quarterback. And so you might as well see if Ellinger's – if you think Ellinger's going to be your guy or not. Uh, and then – if not, you you got to figure out something for next season. But at least, I mean, at least you'll know uh, it could it could cost them a chance of getting the playoffs. We'll see. Or a hey, it could it could create a spark and the offense could get going. Uh, offense, offense can't be much worse than what it's been. Colts are averaging just under thirteen points a game. Uh, you're not going to win many games uh, in the NFL scoring 13, scoring thirteen points. Uh, I mean, they had chances to win that game yesterday. Uh, defense didn't give up a touchdown Only touchdown scored scored uh by uh the titans was off the pick six that uh, matt ryan threw in the uh, first half yeah uh we, colts had basically if you look at the box score you thought the colts won other than the three turnovers and that's what killed us was uh two interceptions and they were both in uh seattle territory where we could have had a chance to put, put some points on the board at least with a field goal and uh so, and then there was a fumble as well. So it's and Matt Ryan, he leads the league in fumbles, at eleven. Um, he only now only three of them were lost, but he fumbled eleven times. He'd been sacked. I mean, he he'd been sacked. I'm, I mean, I to tell you. Oh, I didn't write down. Oh yeah, he's been sacked twenty four times already this season. Yeah, he, he had nine touchdowns, nine interceptions. He has a sixty-eight percent completion. So I'm, so yeah, I mean, he's taking a beating. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he's been taking a beating, and that's quite kind of worries me a little bit about going with a young rookie that hasn't ever took a snap in the, in the NFL. But Sam Allinger isn't no slouch either. I mean, we're not, It's not. We're not. It's not like I mean, this dude threw out for over eleven thousand yards in college. Uh, he has a he had a career. Uh, 124 QB rating in college, so I mean he, uh, the dude isn't no slouch. So we'll, we'll, he's more athletic than Ryan. Uh, he he'll be able to move. He can use his legs. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see if that helps our offensive line some too, with him being a little bit more mobile. Uh, but it's gonna be interesting though. I'm I'm excited about Sunday to, just to, to see what he uh, see what he looks like. Right. So. I mean, it's going. I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, then you had a. We did have a quarterback make a return uh, th- this week as Dak Prescott made his return on the field. Had an okay outing. I mean, I wouldn't say it was great, but it wasn't bad. Uh, he threw for 207 yards, one touchdown, was sacked twice. Uh, I mean, the Cowboys are a good team. I, I I just worry that they're going to start throwing the ball too much again. Uh, but they did, did a pretty good job balancing it out yesterday. If they can stay like that, I think they'll be okay. But they're going to have to uh, – they can't give up on the running game just because they got Dak back.
1: Yeah, the Cowboys, what they did so well, they produced five takeaways in the game. Um, and that's what's been – that's what's been driving them all year is their defense, right? This Cowboys team has been riding on his defense. Uh, for much of the year. The defense has made this team look good. It has made the offense look better. It has taken a lot of pressure off of the offense. Um, you know, so, again, the Cowboys' defense it is, is is huge for them. You know, um, the defense has been excellent in almost every regard. Um, it was at just seven takeaways entering Sunday's action – Um, you know, but they're on pace of about 20 takeaways this season. Uh, given that the league average is around 22 and the Cowboys last year had 34, um, you know, it, it it seems like they can have a lot more takeaways this year. Um, but it's been week after week dominance from the defense and as you said, Dak Prescott got back into uh, the rhythm, into a rhythm a bit. Uh, you know, he, he, yeah, I will say he had a decent outing uh, considering against the team uh, he played against, you know, let's see how he does against a, a team uh, that's, that's contending. Uh, I would like to see how he plays against a, 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 a team like the Eagles. That's what I want to see, how he matches up against the Philly, Philadelphia Eagles and that defense. I think that's what everyone wants to see. This was against a Detroit team and you know for a while there man they they, they were able to barely uh, they looked like they were uh, uh, barely holding on to a lead against the Detroit Lions you know um, the Detroit Lions are beat up as you know they're dealing with injuries you know um, the entire first half was uh, kind of frustrating from uh, from both sides, really, uh, from Detroit and Dallas. You know, Dallas went into halftime with a small and relatively uh, 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 harmless uh, lead. Uh, uh, oh, defeat deficit. I-, I said lead deficit against Detroit. They trailed six to three at at the half. So I mean, yeah, it it, it could have been a all around better performance from. Uh, The Cowboys, but, hey, they still won the game. I guess that's all that matters. But the Lions, you know, were depleted. Um, You know, they didn't have Brown. Um, You know, there's just a lot of guys missing on that Detroit offense and defense. But, uh, man, Dallas, again, came away with a win, got the takeaways they needed. They also got five sacks in the game. Uh, Four of those sacks were in, in the second half uh when they you know started putting more pressure on the lions it seemed and then of course you had Dak Prescott back uh this weekend so yeah Dallas Cowboys uh continue to look good after that loss last week against the
0: Eagles. What about the what about the New York Giants? Five and one on the season. I don't think anybody expected that. Uh, playing good defense, the, and the run, Saquon Barkley's been not, been now running out of his mind. Uh, it's going to be interest, interesting to see how they finish.
1: Uh, Let me ask you be- something. How is a 6-1 team an underdog? I mean, they may not be the most talented team in the league, and I think that's why they're considered an underdog, because they're not the most talented team in the league. But they're second in the NFC East. They have a 6-1 record. Um, They have one of the best running backs in the league in Saquon Barkley. Obviously, their head coach has done a great job turning things around. Uh, Daniel Jones just keeps winning for the Giants. Uh, So, I mean, you know, when are we going to finally show some respect and, and give this Giants team applause for the way they have played uh, this season so far. They look really, really good.
0: Yeah, I think they're, I think them not having a receiver, having a, a better receiving core might end up bite, uh biting them in the ass later on in the season. I do still think that that they will make the playoffs and that uh they're going to have a pretty good in with a pretty good record. I just think when they get in the playoffs that that receiving core could, could hurt them some on the offensive side of the ball. Uh But defensively, man, they've been playing well. Saquon, like I said, it has been playing out of his mind, and then it's—I mean, it's just, I think it's just going to come down to what well, if if Daniel Jones can make enough plays, and if, right. if a receiver steps up because they don't have a great receiving course, so it's going to be interesting. Well, uh, but-
1: I mean, more impressive was Daniel Jones completing nineteen of thirty of his thirty passes for two 200- hundred. At two yards and one touchdown, no interceptions. I mean, he he had a clean game. He didn't have any. Well, that's the
0: thing, though. With so far, with Dable, Dable's been able to cut, give him to cut down it, them turnovers
1: because Dable is is helping with his growth and development.
0: But it's what, but it's going to be, it's going to be inter- interesting to see what they do at the end of the season because they they haven't picked they didn't pick up his fifth year option. Uh, so, it, it's going to be interesting to see if they decide to keep him and think that he's going to be. Turn into the guy they want or if they're going To try if they're going to move on from
1: Yeah yeah and and you're Right Uh, a big reason for the Change uh in His fortunes has Has been his Ability to quartel Turnovers you know Because he used to turn over the ball quite a bit Um you know But he's He's not you know he's taking care of the football Um you know, and they're and they're getting it done in the red zone too, as well. So, I mean, you know, he used to throw a lot of red zone interceptions as well.
0: Yep. All right, you uh, you got anything that uh, we missed or, uh, before we get out of here?
1: I think we covered it all, man. I think we had a great show tonight. Great
0: conversation. Yeah. Well. We'll be back on Wednesday. We'll talk, uh, talk a lot more. I'm sure a lot more stuff is going to happen between now and Wednesday. Uh, we we'll, world got the World Series on Friday night, so we'll uh, well, we'll be on Friday night at eleven. So that game will probably still be going on or be right get close to ending. I would say Yeah, it two. probably
1: should be close to ending.
0: Uh, but uh, eight o'clock. We appreciate everybody watching. Please hit, hit that subscribe button on, at, on YouTube at Gonzo Sports Room and at the All Sports All Plays Network. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. And at the uh, Sports Judge YouTube as well. Uh, also, uh, you uh, check out our morning show, morning baseball show around the bases. Uh, we won't be on tomorrow, but we'll be on Wednesday at uh, 9 a.m. Uh, me and the stat guy, Dustin Reese, come jo- uh, join us for that on Wednesday Wednesday uh, You can find me on the ASAP Afternoon Blitz, 1 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, uh, on the ASAP All Sports All Plays Network. Also, uh, Gonzo and the Judge every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 11. Do an Indianapolis Colts show every Monday and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. And then also, if you're a pro wrestling fan, we do all kinds of wrestling stuff. Uh, we, uh, We won't be at a show this weekend. We actually have this weekend off. This will be the first weekend in October that we haven't had a wrestling show in the weekend. Uh, but we go go to a lot of independent wrestling shows, uh, do live commentary there and there, the matches. It's a, it's a good time. Uh, we done one yesterday. You can find it on our YouTube and Facebook page, Warrior Pro Wrestling 14. Uh, it was a great show. So if you're a pro wrestling fan, go check that out. Uh, Judge, you got anything else that I missed? No, you, you got it all. All right. You had a mouthful. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, on behalf of the judge, I'm I'm Gonzo. We will see you guys on Friday at 11 p.m. Eastern for some more Gonzo and the Judge sports talk. Everybody have a have a good week and uh, stay safe. Hospital sports are a place. hospital yeah. sports are a place. sports are a place. We're making a place, you talking the game,
1: get you to the days. We high in the court, they're dying in the lane. Variety, hopefully, living the same. Authentication, sports information, in the airway, taking the nation. All sport, all place, they work in your faces. Grace the field, so tie the
0: laces. All sports all plays. Net-